What's going on, gang? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Lev First Show. G- fucking great to have you here. Just starting off stuttering. Um, yeah, we're fucking, this is going to be a great episode. I'm excited. Just got in. Just wanted to say really quickly, um, if you have an email, send it into the show. It's show at gmail.com. Send it in. We'll answer your questions, emails. Um, I'm going to do some on an upcoming solo episode. So stay tuned for that. And uh, if you're enjoying the episode, if any part of it hits you, baby, screenshot it, share it online, post it on your Instagram, tell somebody about it. You know what I'm saying? Send it to a friend even. Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Do something. Support the show. We're giving you fucking hours and hours of content, baby. Support it. And you can join the Patreon, get a premium episode every single week, and support the show directly. Get a fucking t-shirt. And uh, that's about that's it, I, man. That's what I stole from you, the telling people to give screenshots and stuff like that. I, it was, it was the, <laughs> that was one of the best Love for ideas. When I, started, <laughs> when I started my podcast, I was asking people that had successful podcasts, I was like, what are some tips? What should you do? And I thought Lev gave me the only advice that was like usable. Oh, really? What did everybody else tell you? No one has no one has anything good, you know. They'll be like stuff that you obviously know. I'll be like, oh, just make sure you're consistent with the episodes. You're like, okay. Yeah, thanks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, honestly, that doesn't even matter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, what you want to do is you should retweet it on Twitter too, so you let your Twitter followers know about the podcast. And I go, thanks. Let me write that down. It's very yeah. good. <laughs> um, I want. Let me go ahead and introduce our okay. guest. A very, very special guest dropping in today for a few reasons. Um, one. Ryan Long is fucking blowing up, man. He's a hilarious comic. He's been crushing the scene since he moved here from Canada. He also, he goes viral just about every week with a fucking hilarious video. You can see his YouTube channel just blowing up all over the place. Got a very funny podcast. Just an all-around great guy. And more importantly, this is the, this is the thing, Ryan, with you, is you're, you might be the hardest working guy I know. Yeah. And, and honestly... No, because I see how much you do every week. In terms is that of like, motivating, what do you think? Is that helping? I think here's the thing. I know you're not you know trying how, to... like with. Sorry, I know I interrupted you, but you know how with um, like getting girls and stuff, a lot of it is just like hang around a bunch of guys that are like that. You know, they hang around the hoop. <laughs> like, it really is like a lot of times with dudes, it's they have you know. Well, I should do this. It's like, dude, have a bunch of friends that are cool guys that girls like, and you'll, you'll just like kind of end up like that. That's like yeah. the biggest advice, but. It is with this stuff too. Same with money. Like if you want to make more money, like hang around people with money and you'll kind of just inherit it. But if you hang around off podcast, he would just be like, if you want to make money, hang around with Jews. Dude, that's what, <laughs> that's what I do. That's, yeah. dude, I, I was so much worse at making money until I started hanging around people like Danny and stuff like that. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. And then the same way with this, it's like, if you want to be like a hard worker, like one of the main things is like hang around people that like do a lot and get a lot done. You know, that yeah. idea of if you want something done, give it to a busy person. But it's true. If you surround yourself with those type of people, it then it becomes normal because instead of being like, oh, I'm working so much hard, it just seems normal. Right. You know, like going to the gym every day seems like a pain in the ass if you don't do it. But if it's just part of your life, the same with stand up. Like if you don't do stand up, it's like. Why are you going to you just stand up every night? That seems insane. But when it's just the normal, it doesn't seem insane anymore. Yeah, because like, you know, I, I've been we've all been hanging out with our, our little crew a lot. And it's like you, Corinne Fisher, like Danny, like just all around fucking, you know, solid people. And I feel I genuinely I felt very motivated just being around you guys. And especially with you, like you were the main guy 
who to me, I was like, oh, I need to get off my ass because I real like I had the epiphany of I wasted a fucking year living cozy in the East Village doing nothing. Right. And I was like, I need to fucking be creating because I look at myself. I'm like, I have all the tools I need to succeed. I have everything I need to succeed. It's just a matter of putting in the fucking time and energy. And when I watch you and your work ethic and how much you fucking get done, like, honestly, I give all the credit of me working hard as of late to watching guys like you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. You know, that's the best. I mean, that's even when I moved here, I kind of looked. I go, who is the ones that are doing it right? What is like... What does success in New York look like? I mean, I probably would have done it a little differently if I moved to LA, right? But yeah. it's the same thing with, and you're, I get, I, I can see why it's so easy to get like that for you. And I was a little like that with the band and it wasn't when I, cause I sort of had a full career before I started to stand up and it wasn't so much that I was lazy. It's just that you're almost like writing your own bio in your head and too. It's like, you know, you're like this young guy, you got this successful podcast. You're like kind of popping up on the stand up scene, like chicks like you, it's this whole thing. And it's like, it's so easy to be like, well, this is like a better life. Like what's what, you know, this yeah. is good. I've got it set up. It's like my life's the way that I want it to be. So it's not even so much lazy, but it's like, you have to sort of train yourself to just be like, well, that's who cares about any of that stuff. Like I'm not, that's not what the, my goal is. My goal is this. And then that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Because like, you got to understand for me, like I, I, a week after I fucking turned 18, like I left high school early, I moved here. I was living in Brooklyn, like an hour away on my grandma's futon for like yeah. five years. Just yeah, like your grandma says hi, by the way, <laughs> tell that bitch to go home, dude. She shouldn't be over there this late. Um, I was like, and honestly, just it, because of her fucking futon in her living room that I was like living in for five years is the only reason I could fucking be out doing stand up every night and like learning to get funny and, you know, like putting in putting in those like those years of work in terms of like comedy. And so to me, once I started cooking a little bit and I was like making money and I was able to make a living like professionally, like doing, you know, what what the fuck we do. To me, I was like, oh, my God, like I have a nice apartment now. You know, I'm renting, not owning, but you yeah. know, and no, I'm like, for your age, you're doing good. You know what I mean? Like, cause again, I'm sure you can look at like people that are in their thirties too, but I'm sure you also look at people that are, you know, like in their, like, you know, whatever early to mid twenties. And you're like, dude, I'm doing good. Like, you know, you're killing it. Yeah. I mean, like I see it. Yeah. But then at the same time, like I know 23 year olds who like have a fucking Lamborghini, you know what I mean? Cause they're on some yeah, fucking dickhead show and like everybody celebrates them, even though they're not funny. So it's like, you know what I mean? It, there's also still people that are fucking that are my age and own slaves. Always, dude. Because I mean, they're I'm, balling. I'm doing like these YouTube videos and there's a lot of people that are like, oh, dude, it's like popping off. And it was like, no, who's popping off. Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, yeah. you're, still, you're still like that. That's why New York's a little better because people kind of think, oh, this guy's really good. And people still care about that. But in yeah. L.A., if you were in Hollywood and you're like, oh, this guy's really good. And it's like, OK, but yeah, like Bruce Willis just walked in. So yeah, these are yeah. like, you know, movie stars is a different thing. And there's always different levels. That's why I was actually this weekend I was with there's these guys that like want to fund some stuff or whatever. And I was around like legitimate billionaires. And it's like, you know, they look at Will Smith like he's you know, poor, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just, you know, some idiot. Right. So I think that they still think it's cool, but like, they think it's cool. Like, Oh, bring this, like the way that, you know, the people think of athletes, it's still like below them in their mind, the way that they look at like how they like right, right. the world. Yeah. So, Cause yeah, they're making like fucking that. tech money. So it's like, a, and like fucking yeah. production money. So it's completely or higher than tech money. You know what I mean? Tech money. There's yeah. a lot of big new tech money, but you know, old, old, like American, you know, own a trillion properties money. Like there's some real people with it are higher than tech money you know, <laughs> running the bank's money. Yeah. But, and uh, I, I know if I was in LA, like I wouldn't it, like if I was in LA and fucking 
chicks are walking up to me at bars on occasion. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I would get so like my ego is getting fed off of that. And it only fucking hurts you. Like it I've only, seen that. I said that to you, but like, cause you know, we have like somewhat similar sensibilities and I, I saw you a lot of like the way that I was when I was like 23. Cause it was the exact same way. I was like 21 years old. I was in this like famous band and it's like, it's not, it, I, I like screwed it up a little bit. But you, know, you don't have to screw it up. Dude, it's so bad for you. It's like, it's so bad for you to fucking start feeling that way of like, it, when you start getting things young and you start kind of getting a little bit of success young, especially in something like show And you business. haven't had a lot of failures, right? So you're like, this can't get screwed up because like, I'm sure, you know, up until that point in my life, especially, it was like, nothing really like gone that bad. It was like, yeah. I was kind of a, the guy in high school. And then in college, I was in this band and like everything had just been, you know, I, I was like, all the there was lots of bad stuff with like you know getting expelled and all that kind of stuff because I was like a troublemaker but like in terms of but I didn't care like my as far as I was concerned like nothing had not gone the way that I wanted it to right and so it's easy to start thinking that it's the people that have the big like tech thing and they can't like a big success and they can't replicate it because it's not that you got lucky it's that you are naturally on the pulse without knowing why so it's like you kind of you were right but you kind of like can't replicate it because you don't know the steps to get there it was just natural yeah and like i i know that just for like for somebody as young as i was and i feel like oh fuck like you know like i'm starting to be treated better and i'm starting to do more things and people are starting to like me like to me that only hurt me i think in ways because you stop like you get too fucking comfortable. I'm like, wow, I can fucking pay my bills doing stand up now. There's yeah. fucking three chicks leave this apartment a week. I felt like I was the <laughs> king. I was doing nothing. I was Be doing crying. nothing creatively. <laughs> but I was doing like nothing creative aside from stand up. Like, but you know, but even right before COVID, I started to get burnt out a little bit of stand up because I wasn't writing as much new as I wanted to. I wasn't happy with the set. I wasn't happy with where I was at. Like, you know, I could hold my own on with against anybody on any fucking club stage, but it's like, and I could do it proudly. Like, I feel good about what I do. Well, there's levels of it too, with stand up. It's like, you know, I, there's it's that too. It's I, I remember kind of thinking that too, and it was like, oh, I'm so much better than this guy. But it's like, yeah, but there's a difference between like having like a strong half an hour or be able to, and there's a big difference between that and like this is this guy's fourth hour that he's released and it's still yeah. fire and it's relevant and you know there's so there's levels of those things too. Right. Yeah, but it's like I just I just feel lucky and and like on one hand, and by the way, when I'm talking about like you know getting fucking you know getting a tiny bit of recognition or whatever the fuck, I'm saying like. I'm not saying I'm not glorifying that. I'm like, that fucking hurt me creatively because instead of spending time writing new material or fucking writing a script, you're like, how many fucking likes did I get today on Instagram? And that's what you start fucking worrying about. Yeah. Or like, how many DMs am I getting? And yeah. I look, I, I'm, I, and I feel like because of that, I wasted so much time, but I feel lucky now that I feel like I've caught myself. And now that's I'm like, the trick. yeah, because it, it's so much of life just comes down to, momentum and energy management yeah you know like for example today i went to the fucking gym for the first time and i don't know 48 <laughs> years and like dude the difference i feel as Broke a human <laughs> yeah i got kicked out of equinox for fucking breaking it like all these scales are broken they're all cracked yeah it's just to be continued what is that <laughs> um yeah you know, i would trick what? so what this is and i don't know if you're 
you're kind of like saying you're like going through it right now and I've, I've sort of seen you do it and that's good. Like you've rebranded the whole thing, which is, it seems like it's all going good, but my trick, not trick, but I, I got really into like Tim Ferriss and those guys and even like kind of with someone like Danny and stuff like that. But one of the big things that if I was to like pinpoint exactly the change that I made was care about the thing. And especially for longevity, it's care about the thing rather than the, the stuff that surrounds it. So if you're making a company, but it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Right. But like, I really, really started caring about actual, the comedy and care about making the best videos and getting better at that. And like that became the hustle as opposed to getting bigger. And I, the truth is like, I'm, I, you might make sacrifices like monetarily and uh career-wise for that but i think in the long run it's better and it's a lot and you'll be able to do it longer because you care about the actual thing whereas in the band it was the same thing it was like the first albums i was like so into music and i really care and then by the end you're like what you're like ah did this get added here it's like you're caring about your like career more and you're caring about you know how famous you are and yep. what tours you're on as opposed to like like hearing like you ever you know when even on like a podcast i've had people on podcasts that say something and you go oh you read a book and you go oh and you kind of stop and you're like man like you kind of look for those moments and you kind of start to make design your life out of over making that and you start chase it's just instead of chasing chicks and instead of chasing fame you like chase that and it's yeah. it's just you're still replacing because you have the type of personality that's like gonna be uh you know ch whatever it is like chasing something you know what i mean right, like right. adrenaline or uh whatever it is in the same way but you replace it with the more healthy version of it yeah yeah and like i don't know man it's just i noticed the same thing for especially with writing because i like there would be times where i'd be working on a script or something and when you're new to writing and like you want to start like working on a fucking screenplay or a pilot or some shit what happens to a lot of young creatives i think is the second you fucking get two pages down you're like I could sell this. Like once it's done, I could make like 250 grand <laughs> on this script. And the second you start thinking about the money or that type of shit associated with it, which by the way, will never come. But the second you start thinking about it, the idea is over. Like yeah. the idea will you've already, not like, grow. Co-opted it. Yeah. You've already sold this fucking syndication in your head to the show as opposed to like <laughs> developing the characters. You get like three pages of a 30 page script out and you're like, I could see this on fucking at HBO, I could yeah. see it go in season four. Like you start having these maniacal conversations in your head, and no, I've seen that with you, yeah. Because you, you even like with the new the podcast or whatever. It's like you're, I've seen like you're excited about it or whatever. But I've sort of like beat that out of myself, where it's like I don't. I was, uh, I'm talking about like making this movie with the guy and this guy right now, and he's, you could see he really wants me to be excited. He's kind of like. You know, like, I feel like you're not excited about this. And, and he kept, like, he's hyping me up. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he wants me to be. And I, I had to, like, sit him down. I'm like, dude, I just don't operate like that. Like, I don't. You know, when we're making a movie, I'll get excited about, like, a scene. Or, oh, we can cast this guy. Or, like, make right, it. Right. But it's like, you're not going to get me, like, hyped up on the idea of doing something. Like, I just don't operate like that. I'm like. But then you also don't get as mad when bad things happen, right? So it's, you know, control right. your. You know, they say control the negative and everything else comes, will kind of, you know, in the stock market, it's that too, right? It's like control the bottom end and the rest will figure itself out. But like when you do control the bottom end, you also control the top end because you sort of like uh, put a cap on both sides of your emotions a little bit. Yeah. No, I like, uh, the thing is the way my personality type is, I fucking love getting excited about things. Like I love getting excited about an idea or getting excited about a new fucking joke. Like, yeah. Like, you know no, what I mean? That's like, the best, yeah. I, I but also, love that's that. how you know it's good. Like, you need, so you need to follow that. But, it's, yeah. um, but you're right, it is. But that's, again, the joke or the idea. You're getting excited about something that 
that's the thing to get excited about. The thing, about. Yeah. yeah. So it's when you get excited about that, that's not going to screw it up because that's actually what guides you. It's like uh, Sam Adams said, he goes, when you're um, writing, uh, you you think with your mind, but like decide with your, your body. So it's like when you're writing and you know when you're writing something or you do something on stage and it kills, but it doesn't, it's not that exciting. You're not, you don't yeah, like, yeah. something that maybe isn't even as good, but you're like, ah, I know this, like she has to be said. Like, it's so you're like, that's, you know, you kind of get right. about it. It's like, that's what to follow. Like artistically, I think even with, and it, but again, it goes back to anything. Like if you're starting a company or whatever, and you're like, I have this idea and I want to go through with it. It's like, if you're, you're like, I think it's really good. Like your logic yourself into why it's good, but your body's not excited about it. It probably will be the wrong thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely because there's so many bits like, you know, it, it, dude, it, 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 it would take me, 20 seconds to come up with a joke that will work on stage just just some filler fucking hack easy joke that i know a crowd will will like like you know what i mean but those ideas that hit you, you a could few just do times john panay's act <laughs> <laughs> another thing about carbs <laughs> no but like the the, the things you got to pursue are those things that fucking pop up that you get like super excited about you know what i mean like where you're like yeah. like the jokes are like okay this isn't working the first three or four times but I know it's funny. And then you bounce it off a comedian friend. You're like, this is funny, right? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, well, every crowd disagrees. Like I had this bit, <laughs> I had this bit that I did at a park show about this uh, magician saying the N-word. And like, I did it at a park show in daylight and the fucking bit got nothing. It was like the only bit that bombed. Like, you know what I mean? Which is, you know, it's fucking, some jokes aren't going to work. It's fine. You say it in the act? No, I don't say it. Okay. It's it's basically the premise is uh, I, as a six-year-old, like a magician pulled me up on stage and he was doing it like to help him with a trick. And the trick was you write a word down and he, sa he says, let me guess your word. And he says your word out loud. You know what I mean? So I, I was six. <laughs> guess the N-word. <laughs> and I wrote down the N-word. Oh, and okay. I, I didn't know what it meant. I just knew this was, a, I'm just going to fuck with this guy. I knew like this is a pedophile in a vest. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess with him. So I do so but the bit is that the the trick is he peeks at the word like on the piece of paper that's the whole fucking trick and I could Sweet tell trick. yeah I could tell the moment he saw the word because he locked eyes with me <laughs> and I could see him have to decide am I going to say this word or am I going to be a bad magician <laughs> and what did he do <laughs> He was unbelievable that night like Did he do it? Yeah, he fucking tied on that shit. He said the word? Yeah, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a fucking bit. But, like, to me, that's such a funny idea, this dilemma of a magician yeah. being like, do I say the worst word or does, or does this crowd of eight-year-olds and parents think I suck? Like, <laughs> there's no winning, you know what I mean? I mean, that goes back to the thing with the sex where me and you always argue about. It. It's like, do I do I have this girl think I'm bad at sex if I don't want to have sex or do I still have to put the performance in so she thinks I'm good? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was good. What are your like, what, what's your schedule like work wise in a week? So uh, there, it depends. But like there is I mean, it, it is kind of a mess, but. I think that a lot of people subscribe to this idea. If you look at a lot of like really successful people, but like maximum kind of efficiency and productivity, what it kind of looks like is one or two or three things are really like moving forward and you're working great on them. And then other things are a mess. So a lot of it is, and I think that I know in like a lot of girls listen to your podcast. I think this is one of the things that like girls struggle with a little bit more because they have problems cutting out a lot of things in their life. A lot of times I'll talk to females and they'll be like, and it'll be like, 
okay, well, maybe, you know, you can't have like dinners with your friends this week, or maybe you can't do this. And they're like, well, I have to do this. And I'm like, well, I have to do this. We'll have to do this. It's like, you know, sometimes even like, I have like a lot of unresponded to things or, you know, and you kind of got to put things in a priority. So yeah. And and you also have to like, kind of think about normal things in a way that annoys people. Like if you have to say like, okay, I I make a time that I call my mom like this, you know, so that's like on my list of to do, but like girl, a lot of people don't like to think of their friendships and stuff like that transactionally where you kind of go, okay, my boyfriend, I'm going to slot him in here or whatever. And it's like, it starts to feel kind of dirty. Yeah. But so I think a lot of people get caught up in that, but it's, it's, it's kind of the only way to be maximum efficient because otherwise you have all this stuff and you, and if you set rules for yourself, then you don't have to, uh, you don't have to make those decisions all the time. Like if you say, Hey, uh, I hang out with people Saturday and Monday, and then I don't these days is when I work. And then if whatever happens, you don't have to make the decision because you've already sort of made it. So it's about like kind of systemizing and stuff like that. But for me, um, Right now, I kind of generally, I, every second week, I try to do podcast appearances. So I generally don't do them one week and then I do them the other and I'll do like four or five. And I try to do those in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, unless it's like something huge that I can't like rig around or whatever. Yeah. And then in terms of the video stuff, I try to do um, one a week, but then a lot of times every three weeks, I try to do an extra one a week so then I can like take a week off. And right, then every right. once a month I do like street interviews and then I edit like four and then release one a month. So I try yeah. to just like systemize everything. So editing, I try to do three. Well, l- let me, let me say real quick, like for one, your videos are fucking awesome. And there's a couple things I wanted to touch on there, but the, uh, you actually, I was thinking the other day because I feel like I learned a big thing relationship wise, uh, about, you know, I kind of wanted to get into is like, do you feel that because I kind of have this suspicion that if you want to really... You learned this from me or someone telling you this to me, about me? No, no, no. I learned it from you. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's how to be really gay. Okay. And... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, do you feel... Like... I have this suspicion that if you want to have a fucking tremendous career, you are not going to have a tremendous love life on the way there. Like, in terms of, like, a proper relationship, et cetera. Because I realized... One, like, because we were talking a little bit about like girlfriends and relationships. And one thing I realized is you look at relationships as like, I have to slot the time for this. I have to like, make sure this makes sense in the schedule. Like, okay, this is when I'm free. This is when we can be together. And I know that with myself, I'm horrendous at doing that to a point where it really hurts me. So like, for example, yeah, if but I, that's, but again, though, you, even as you're saying that, uh, so let me, we'll, we'll take it one point at a time. But even as you're saying, I'm, I'm bad at doing that like you can get better at it. Right. Like those things are, yeah. But, then, but that's then the what I'm doing. Me, it's like, there is also a part of like the way, see, that's the part way that like you describe it, that people sort of get turned off by, but it's, it's also about like making everything in your life, like build together. Right. So you can have a relationship. Like, first of all, there's no scenario where you're just like, Oh, I don't have a chick. I don't like hang out with girls. So no matter what, that's a percentage of your time. It just is yeah. what it is. As so a guy, you're just I think, a certain amount yeah. of your time is just going to be about used, women. every day. And you used to go back and forth on that. Like I, when I was young, I was kind of like, when I was in a relationship, I like, Oh, I bet I'm single. And then sometimes I would get single. The truth is probably this. If you're like exploring stuff, like if you're kind of doing five things at once. And like when I first moved here and I'm meeting new people and making new decisions, you're probably better off being single. And when you're working on one specific thing, like you have a big project, you're probably better in a relationship. That's the truth. Cause then you kind yeah. of can put them part of your system. So they're one, they're, it depends, but you know, they're, it's marginal. Right. And the truth is if you're going to be great, like you're going to make it work with that, you're going to do it despite any of that stuff. Right. But, 
Yeah, I, I don't think you have time for like a big dramatic relationship where you're always fighting and it's tumultuous. But th th I think that's going to be a problem if you want to get anything really big done. Yeah. No, because I know with myself, like uh, the type of women that I typically go for in terms of getting into a relationship, I'm like head over heels obsessed to the point where it's okay. like, like all my time goes to them. I'll be like, hey, like, and it's not their fault. It's my fault because I'm like, I want to see you. I'm being codependent. I'm like, listen, like, right. let's fucking let's get ice cream. Let's fucking go get dinner. Like, let's just sit with each other. Like I become yeah. the biggest fucking like teddy bear. Like uh, I just no, want to be around you. Yeah. yeah, well, some, but I like that, like, my main ex was a little, like, she wanted to hang out, but she also kind of had this attitude of, like, you know, I roll at you a little bit, like, lovingly, you know what I mean? And I feel yeah, yeah. like I like women that kind of make you work a little bit. Yeah. You know There's, what I mean? It's like a, it's a bit of a game, too, because, you know, and I'm not, like, the most, like, available person to people that I hang out with, but there is, you, you kind of do you don't want to be too much where they feel like that. Cause then it, it does become this thing where girls like always want to hang out and you never want to hang out. And it's like, you've almost like manipulated them into being more pushy because of the, yeah. like, because of your like lack of availability. But again, those all can be switched. It's like, you know, again, like when I, I used to, when I moved in with a chick, like before I was living with a girl with like two years and it this was, was like, when you were trying to prove you were not gay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you're going to let your parents, your dad and mom know. It's like there's only so many, you know, of your roommates you can bring to Christmas dinner. <laughs> but they there as soon as I lived with a girl, it was um you're like so not much for easier. Me. Yeah. No, this whole pussy I honest thing. to God liked it better. And it was like, I, I used to do a joke about it, though, where, people, you know, when you live with a girl, you can slot in the time. And she's like, we didn't hang out. I'm like, what are you kidding me? We hung out for eight hours last night. And she's like, I was sleeping. I'm like, what you choose to do with our time is not of our concern. Of my concern. Yeah. Well, I'm like moving apartments at the end of the month. And I have this fantasy now in my head of having uh, being in a relationship so she can help me decorate this place. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And just make it nicer. You know what I mean? Just like, because a woman's touch does go a long way in your apartment bro yeah and and the girls like kind of like don't mind like helping is i i i kind of like resist it because i know it comes as a cost but if you like actually just let it go like you don't have yeah the girls are can be very helpful in your life too <laughs> yeah for sure no <laughs> so, but yeah relationship on both ways yeah like you they can be helpful for you do all your stuff and do your errands and you can be helpful to them by giving them money <laughs> right <laughs> i i noticed like with me i because i have that fucking like you know that addictive personality and it's like i love love and when i'm in love with somebody it's like i want to be around that all the time and then all right. of a sudden like that love becomes the priority in my life it, it trumps work it trumps all that shit and now what i'm learning to do is like you're like a chick yeah, dude, I, I have a lot of feminine <laughs> sensibilities, bro. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll kiss you, dude. Fucking, I, like, I, th this is the first time ever. I looked at my schedule this week. Like, on Sunday night, I got my fucking schedule for the week together. And I was like, usually what will happen is I'll, I'll feel guilty. I'm like, all right, I haven't seen this girl in three, four days. I'm just going to have her come over, like, whatever. And that would just happen before I even thought about my schedule. Now I'm like, okay, where can I fit hanging out with a love interest? At what yeah. point? And I think that it it it, it sounds like that could sound kind of insane to people of like, you know, you're put you're putting it at a priority that is probably equal, you know, maybe just under what your work is. Well, but they, it, yeah, but they, they're both they're both just on the list. It's like once you put things on the list, one's not above the other. It's just yeah. like here are the things this week that I need to get done. Right, and it's like, and just like hanging with your friends is that too. It's like you can people think it's like. 
it's not healthy to just do all, all the stuff. Like it is, that's what girls are better at than guys is they like do understand that like, you know, guys will be, oh, I just won't do anything. I'll focus on this, this, this. And, and and that's bad too. Like a lot of times you end up being like less efficient when you're just like a mess like that. So, yeah. you, but it's not higher or lower. It's just like, you know, it's like you need to hang out with your chick. You need like some time where at least like you have friends in your life. Like you can't just not right. have those things. Yeah, but you can set up your life where sometimes you can be two at once, you know? Sometimes you're in, you and your friends, maybe you're hanging out at stand-up and you're doing two things, or sometimes maybe you and your girl are, like, spending a day, like, getting stuff, like, doing stuff together that needs to be done, too. Yeah. So you, if you can start combining them, now you're, now we're talking. <laughs> well, yeah, but these are, like, the two things I've fucking learned from, from you is, like, for one, like, work, because I used to work hard, bro. Back in the day, I really used to. But then I got fucking, you know, I got lazy. I got fat. Now we're on the fucking comeback season, playboy. Um, <laughs> but fucking, I learned from you, just like apply that fucking work because I see how hard you're fucking nailing shit right now. And, you know, everybody wants you on their fucking show and podcast. Like you're, you're fucking shooting up, man. And it's, and it's not, it's not for any reason outside of you, you're fucking talented and you put the work in. And it's like, if everybody applies that to their shit to move on. And the other thing was like, in terms of scheduling, like, dude, fuck it. If you're like treating your love life and your romantic life as like, okay, this needs to make sense in my time and schedule as opposed to just being a blind priority. That's just going to smash its way through everything in my life. Like this shit's got to make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is. I mean, it is that thing of like, there's the, crazy like love like oh this is the best but i mean no matter what that kind of like fades at some point anyway right so with girls it's like any girl that i've dated like longer term for the most part it's been kind of you know you're talking to like a few chicks or whatever and then after four or five months six months whatever it is you're like it just there wasn't anything wrong with it so it's like you're i'm looking for more for problems than i am for like you know greatness like that stuff takes care of itself as long as the you know the person's cool you like them like this it's so it's almost maybe not that you're more like that. It's that I'm maybe less susceptible to it. And that just might be that I'm older too, right? Like after you've been in like five or whatever amount of like pretty serious relationships, like I do think when I look back to the some of the first ones, it's like I just will never, and even like breaking up and it being like this thing that affected me so much, it's just like I will never be like that again. Like that just yeah. won't happen. I will never, that won't happen to me again. And partially like, that's just that I'm 35 years old. Like I'm just not you've it's happened to me before you know everything's gonna be fine eventually like you know what the system looks like right <laughs> you know, and the second one's worse and now it's kind of like i'm just a girl's not gonna a, a woman's not gonna like affect me like that again it, it just won't happen you know i had um it's interesting that you say that because i was hanging out with a with a girl a little while ago and we we got into like an argument like she did something that i just like really didn't agree with like in terms of just the way like i i could be a little old school as a guy like if we're like we're hanging out together at like an event or some shit. Like, I think there's a certain procedure, you know what I mean? Like just in terms of just like regular etiquette. I'm like, if you bring me like to meet your friends and shit, I'm not just going to like walk off, like leave the venue. And then you're like, where'd you go? And I'm like, Oh, I went to go grab a soda. Like I, I'll, I'll give you a heads up, you know, just like little shit like that. <laughs> so because otherwise all your friends are just like, where the fuck, where's, where's your date? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what I am just, I mi- yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, like, and, but I noticed, like, okay, so then she, the chick comes back and she doesn't even realize, like, that bugged me. And then we get into, like, a whole argument about it. And, like, I know she didn't have any fucking ill will or whatever. And I know to her, she was just like, yeah, thank you. she was like, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? But you I'm, know she's that type of person now. You know what I mean? It's not even that. I didn't make a judgment on her. What, it, what I did is I, as we were having, like, I was explaining my feelings about it. 
I was like, I've already had this conversation. I've already had this argument with an ex about this same kind of shit. And it's like, and you catch yourself doing it and you go, I right. don't want to be having these arguments anymore. Yeah, I don't want this. Yeah, this is a non-negotiable for me. And everyone has their own ones, right? Yeah, and it's not even like a, a knock on her. It's just like, no, I've already gone through these fights. Like, I shouldn't have to have these fights yeah. again. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is ridiculous. If you're like, if you're, if every partner you have, you're having the same fucking kinds of arguments. Why does that, so why does that bug you so much? Like, if she just, you know, kind of took off or whatever, why does that bother you so much? I, it, the only thing that, it, that bothered me is that, like, I think, I just think in general, if you're, like, with somebody, like, whether it's a friend, whether it's a fucking coworker, whatever, if you're hanging out somewhere, don't just disappear. Like, give a heads up of, like, you know, I went over here. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, no, like, I, mean, other I, I know what you mean. Like, for me, that wouldn't, for me, that, that specific, I mean, I have other triggers, but for yeah. me, that would probably be nothing. That's why I'm like, I, oh, really? Yeah, no, for me, that'd be nothing. But like, uh, I think for me, I'm also a very protective guy. So it's yeah. like, for example, like, we're, you know, we're like by the park. She goes into, she's like, I'm like, hey, where are you? She's like, oh, I like walked into the city. I'm going to grab like a soda. Like, and I was like, and it wasn't even for her. She was like, your brother said he wanted a soda. So, and I was like, what? I was like, let me fucking yeah, worry about like, that. Just, it was just a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. So like she was trying to be nice. <laughs> okay. I'm back on your side where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, come on, stop being weird. What are you doing? Yeah. No, she was trying to be nice and like, soda? What are you talking yeah, about? create like an impression, you know, and like have like my family like her. But like, to me, I'm like, now we're back to stuff that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. To me, I'm like, just give, just give me a heads up or just let me know because I don't like co sh coming back and going where the fuck is she at and then my friends are like yeah what happened to your date she just left yeah and see, then that and now, then i don't know i'm right. like did she just leave but isn't or that now what we got to the bottom of why it bothers you is that it because kind of makes you look a certain way to other people it it also just like and also and feel at, a certain way right like you feel a little bit like you didn't have control of that situation it's a couple things and on top of that she messages me she's like oh like some some guys are like harassing me and i'm like what I'm like, like, yeah, like as in like she walked into the fucking city. It's like nighttime, you know, down by like the water. It's like not the yeah, best area. Yeah, there was just area. a whole ball of things you didn't like about this whole Ball of things, yeah. And now I'm in a position where I'm like, you just fucking vanished. And now I got to worry about your safety. It's like I'd have to worry about your safety I'm back you were here. Side. I was picturing like we were, you're at a comedy club and everyone's sort of hanging out and she kind of like disappears and comes back like 10 minutes later and it was nothing. No, that's fine. It's a little more complicated than that, especially yeah. when your brother's involved. My main one that I don't like is when girls try to control the way that I'm seen to other people in any sort of way, whether that be wanting me to post a certain way or whether that be like talking, talking about me to my friends in a way that like they don't like understand how I like to be seen. So I don't like it when girls like get involved when they start negatively affecting the like my control of like a scenario or a situation or my like life or anything like that. Those for me really like, you know, for example, here. G yeah, example, give like, me an example. Brought, I'll give you a perfect example. If you know, you've hung out with my chick, if we all came out and hung out or whatever. And then afterwards, she was like uh, commenting on my friends, like photos and stuff like that. And like kind of yeah, creating yeah. this like separate relationship with them. I would hate I don't like that stuff. And it's yeah. like. There's sometimes it's like completely not malicious, but I just don't like a girl sort of like meddling and it just feels like you're up to something. And it's like, listen, like there's a point obviously, and it's just common sense, but like, yes, obviously if like we all went away for the weekend together and like the three of us hung out for like a weekend or whatever, now you kind of have your own relationship or whatever. Right, but like, right. Don't try to be like forcing 
things that have to do with my life. And then on the vice versa, I'm always like, listen, you can tell your friends whatever you want to me. And if you want to have any way that you would like to be seen, that's fine. Like if I, if I come up and your friends, like you described me some certain way that I don't really feel like that makes sense. That makes, that's none of my business. Like how you want to like sell me to your friends and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. your kind of world. But I, I don't think, I don't like it when it goes the other way where they yeah, try like, to. If I was hanging out with a girl or if I was like seeing a girl and then she started like f like commenting on my friends' Instagrams and like exactly. having that like a relationship like with them. It's not like some. It's not like uncommon. Like and a lot of girls would be like, "What? I'm just someone that gets along with anyone. I just I'm that type of person." And I was like, "But then you kind of see it, and you're like, yeah, I know you probably are that kind of person, which is why maybe this won't work because I hate that type of person.' <laughs> but also, it's I like hate that shit. In the fifty percent chance, fifty to eighty percent chance that you break up. It's like now she has to weigh every one of those new friends and be like, who do I still talk to? It's like, yo, if we break up, I don't want you talking to my friends. Like, period. Hell yeah, dude. I just don't. And like my guy friends, like if, if, I, if I break up with a chick, you better not be commenting on her shit, bro. Like, I get and it. And I say that to my female friends, too. It's like, if I, you know, all my guy friends would know better. Like, Danny, if you ever like... If a chick I was dating ever like messaged him, he would be like, just so you know, like your chick's like messaging me. Like, I don't know how you want me to like fucking, you know what I yeah. mean? That's but, what like, I would do. Yeah, exactly. But like with a girl, it's a little more, it's a little the opposite where it's like, if I have my friends and my girl, it's like everything can't just be one big ball. It's not like healthy. So yeah. if, if, and, and if obviously if it's your fault, like if, again, like if you, if you went and spent like a week together, it's like now the girls actually are friends or whatever. But a lot right. of times if, it, if it's the same way, like if your female friends are like trying to like really get tight and like they're trying to hang out without you, it's like, okay, like now we just can't be that tight anymore. Because like, again, I'm like, I'm not, I'm don't live. Yeah, like that. imagine if you like pull up on your friends hanging out with your girl and like, you don't even know, like regardless of My gender or whatever. Would never do that. Like right. Male, yeah. yeah. They would know never to do that. And vice versa. I would never fucking do anything weird like that. Just yeah, like a level of like respect. It, well, it's a, it's a level of like respect that people aren't giving you. And it's like, yeah, I would never go the other way with that. It'd be like, cause, but here's the thing. I feel like most women I dated, they would want me to like, really yeah, be friends like with more, their yeah. friends and like they would love that if i was like you know oh i've been hanging out with fucking brandon all day your buddy you know what i mean yeah, because but, like, that, but there's two ways one the part that's good about it is it's like okay you're like merging our lives and you're making like this is like a step forward in your opinion by like but the other way of it is that you're you're being controlled like subconsciously by someone else and it's like i can just feel like the motives and even if there aren't any motives it's like you're still doing something. And I just don't like people that are like up to something when it comes to like our social dynamic. Yeah. Sometimes I don't mind it. Like I've, you know, when I was with like my ex, she, I could tell she wanted to like move in and she was like up to all these games and she would kind of like, you know, just like bring herself. You have over. all this extra space over here, but I didn't mind it. It was like, cause it was something that I was willing to like give up. And it was like, you've had that where it's like a girl's manipulating. Sometimes girls are the smartest girls like manipulate you and you don't even know it. Or they manipulate you on things that you're like willing to, you're fine with. So so it's like they, they know the right. But like that one, I'm just not fine with. I don't want to have my like friend group out of my control. Yeah. Like if I have to hear from my chick, like, oh, do you hear where? Oh, yeah. Like uh, Danny's coming too to media the thing. I go, what? Like, don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't like that. Like, you're not my <laughs> fucking secretary of friends. Yeah I, don't, like, yeah, I don't. But what if I told him a lie earlier? Like, you know what I mean? Now I got to know that like. If uh, that you, I gotta, what if, and if not even a, a real lie, like he said, Oh, can you come do this podcast with me? And I was like, Oh, I gotta do something else. And then I was, but I was lying because I, I told you I'd hang out and it wasn't even a yeah. lie, but you know what I mean? Who knows? It's Maybe a straight up betrayal 
of yeah. you. It's like, that's just such a disrespect. Like, yeah, your partner should like have your back and not fucking yeah. not be close. Hey, you know, he's doing this today. My it's ex was impossible, friend. dude. I, I, Cause I'm friends with like the club owners and comedy clubs and stuff. Yeah. And I remember, you know, there was a point where we all like kind of know each other now. And then my ex, who's like, she was like a big fashion stylist in Canada. And then we, I would, we would, she'd be like, want to do this thing, blah, blah. And, we, and I'd be like, you know what? I have a show. Okay. Let me tell the guy I can't come. And then she would like post a photo of us hanging out. I go, are you fucking out of your mind? Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. I just, I just lied to this guy to like, get out of this comedy show to hang out with you. It's like, stop. Like, like, let me have control of my own, uh, my own lies woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> no, I, I that I it's definitely uh and the thing is when I'm in a relationship I'm that guy who cancels a show and is like let's just go to the park you know what I mean I was like <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm like I got new jokes to do but like I'll work it out on her it's fine like that's how much of a cuck I become because like I right. really fucking fall in love but that's why I I want to be able to set those kinds of fucking healthy limits. yeah if you set the boundaries for yourself then you don't have to make the decisions it's that it all goes back to that like oldest thing in the book like don't decide every morning what uh breakfast you're gonna make even with like how you dress i mean again it depends on how far you want to go and how much choice you want to leave in your life but like all of those are like decisions like if you kind of wear the same type of thing every day you think less if you make a different breakfast every morning and you wake up like there's 20 of those things that you can kind of set you can set for yourself and that don't make you something only men have the privilege of doing too though like steve jobs can wear a fucking black turtleneck and a girl can't eat the same breakfast like every day and then be like well maybe one day a week. No, I mean they, they can avocado toasted every day, but clothing wise, I don't. I've never met one woman who's got like a fucking uniform, bro. No, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's like, one. I, I agree with you on that. That that's more of a guy thing. Like where I work. Yeah. <laughs> like then you have there's... a uniform. It would be weird if a girl showed up every day in like black shirt, <laughs> je- like just fucking. But she can do her hair the same every day. And again, you don't. Maybe that's when you don't though. But, but they can't even do that. Let's like, <laughs> like come on, son. Let's be okay, real. But there's, but there's a million other ones. There's a million other ones. They can decide, you know, what day is the day that they like hang out with people and what day is the day that they work. Like, yeah, there's a million sure. other things that you can you can like uh, systemize. And by the way, like, the, you know, there's definitely people out there who just their priority is just being in a great relationship and that's what they want out of life. And that's fine. May like yeah. this, this might not well, be that's advice not the for you. We're having. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like with us, it's like we're fucking sociopaths and we want to have a fucking pool and a butler. And this is the way to do it. It's by scheduling and make great things and like have a like a legacy of a body of work. And that's like, you know, I would care more about that. But there's also like something that girls don't realize about guys a lot is that if that part of their life isn't the way that they want to, all of the other stuff will be will be mad. They'll be worse with you. There'll be all this stuff. So it's a lot of guys, you know, they're they're kind of like shitty to people. They treat like people in their relationships bad. Everything else is messing. All of that boils down to the fact that they're like not happy with what they've got going on. Yeah. So it's like it's almost it's it's binary, right? Because you go, oh, you know, they're all moving, but it's like having a great relationship will mean nothing to me if I don't have the other stuff in in line, right? Yeah. So it kind of. Once you have that stuff in line, then you can like build those other things on those pillars. But like, if if one messes up the other one, then like, the, the, just everything's gonna be unhappy, and you're gonna gonna kind of be like a genuinely like resentful person. Whereas like, yeah. instead of being like kind to all the people in your life, and you know, any girl that I've ever dated, you'll, they'll, they like they they didn't le- not like it. Like as much as I'm the only, you know, there's obviously like a criticism that I could probably spend more time, and I still do my best to do it. But like overall it's like you know what the best part of a relationship is like do they make you feel better or they make you feel yeah. worse right 
Right. Yeah. And I also noticed, I mean, like even outside of like my romantic life, I, to what you were saying, like I got into a big fight with my brother recently and it was because like, I was, I was being a fucking dick and I, you know, I was just saying like mean oh, things. The, big, the legendary brother fight. Yeah. The fucking, uh, like we got to do a, you got to know a big fight and it's cause I was being a dick. And like, when I really analyzed myself, like, did he push me? Yeah. Like, did he like, you know, fucking egg me on and provoke me? I felt sh- sure. But what doesn't change is like, I said some really mean things because I felt bad about myself. And when I feel insecure about myself or bad about myself, once every fucking five years, I'm going to say some mean shit. Yeah. But it's like not his and that's fault. That's a good characteristic to like get rid of in yourself where you like take the low blows. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, when I was like a teenager, dude, I would fucking, I would say crazy shit to him every fucking every day. You know what I mean? Once a week <laughs> would get into a huge fight and I would just like boil him down to three horrible things and like right. say it now, if I do it one, I mean, it's probably been like six, seven years since that happened. And if I do it <laughs> and once, someone like you, you're probably good at that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. dismissing someone as a human in one sentence. Yeah. I'm an evil fuck. <laughs> in a way that dude. they're self-conscious about already. <laughs> I'm an evil fuck. Like, like to a, if I, if, if I really need to, I could bring out the sociopathic guns, but like with, if I do it once now, I feel horrible. Like I immediately, yeah. I apologize. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I crossed over the line. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's Are all you guys comes- made up now. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, I'll be unblocked. But the uh, <laughs> fucking, you know, <laughs> you got to You got to throw in your apologies. I realize it's like I'm doing this because I'm stressed the fuck out. I feel bad about myself. So now I'm attacking you. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't all, it would be hilarious if it was just out of nowhere. But it wasn't like it's not like I just texted. I'm like, let me fucking tell you three things. You know what I mean? But no, you know, I but- hear that. I'm, you know, we've all done that everyone's done it but yeah it's a you are but it's right like what you were saying in relationships you are it's kind of like when people are trashing you online and they're like this sucks or whatever you know like with stand-up so if someone was like this guy sucks at stand-up so like i actually know exactly how good i am at stand-up it's like you know this is like a real thing and i know how good i am you know yeah so you can tell like every night me but if it was something you're sort of like you try like if i did my first you know new podcast and i don't know how i feel about it and every comment was like this fucking sucks it's like uh, it's like it would it would hurt way more right yeah so it's like when you're kind of confident in yourself and you're you don't feel like uh threatened and then you don't also don't like lash out because you don't feel like you're kind of in this like, yeah corner yourself. and what's interesting so like you you know your videos uh you, they have a very specific voice and one thing i was thinking about is like i'm sure you think about the the few people who critique your shit and who talk shit like online or on twitter or whatever the fuck and it's you're very good about not giving it attention and not giving it mental energy as you shouldn't because no, I don't what, argue on Facebook or anything like that. Yeah. One thing like, for example, let's say you drop a video and like, you know, 30 people tweet like this is fucking like they have a problem with it. Yeah. What I realize, even looking at, you know, cause I talked to you and about how upsetting it is as a creative, because what you don't want is for people to react that way when you make stuff. But the fact of the matter is if you're a creative taking any level of chance today, you're going to get that. And it comes with the fucking territory. Like that's what the new model looks like. It really the- is. There's no way around it. You look at anyone, you know, you think someone, you go, oh, this person can't be that controversial or whatever. And you look at it and half the people are like, yo, this guy's this, this guy's this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and what I realized too, is like, I look at your videos and it'll have 2000 likes and fucking 50 dislikes and what you really start to realize like all these people who are so vocal on twitter about this is but you know that talk shit and do all that they're such a tiny pocket 
I know. Of you know Twitter's what I mean? the worst one by far, too. Yeah, but it's such a tiny pocket of people who have something negative to say about what you're doing. You also doing. have to decide whether it's the same reason we're going back to relationship. It's like you get better at deciding what's... I always say with criticism, like a lot of times you can't... Like if someone says that they didn't like your joke, for example, they're like, oh, that bomb, I, I didn't really like that one because of you go, I'll stop you at the because of because you don't know why you like didn't like it or liked it. Uh, but uh, it is it is valid that you didn't like it. So a lot of times it's like the fact that they bother them is valid if it was in good faith. So when you see on the internet where people see that, if, if I do a video and they see it on one side of an argument that they don't like, their criticism's not really valid anymore. But also sometimes the people that like it's not valid either, right? It's like they just see this, like you, they've weaponized it in their mind as you know representing something they're against so they're not actually looking at it with an open mind right and i try to use like apolitical language and stuff like that as much as i can but certain people are just on a you know they're on a side right now and they have they they feel like they're at war and if you feel if they feel like you're making something that's hurting or they're promoting the other side or hurting them they don't give a shit you know about how good it was because it's like a lot of these people that sorry last thing but a lot of these people that didn't like videos that i did I looked back at their last comment to me. You know, there's these comedians in Canada that like were like, this is a problem, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of got mad. And I looked at the message. His last message was telling me my video was so hilarious. And it was a different video with yeah. a different perspective. And it's like, so you do like my comedic sense. You do like the type of videos I make. But you liked it when I was making fun of like Toronto stuff in my Torontopia series. But when I'm doing the exact same thing and pointing that gun at something that you seem that seems sacred to you, now all of a sudden, you know, you can't, you aren't able to see, like it, even though you clearly do because you've already right. told me you like my videos and they're the exact same thing with just a different topic yeah and like i think you know everything is so fucking politicized now and it's like everything I, I think the one thing that and my instinct is to go dude like people are gonna you know just to generalize everything in a way of like it's the left versus the right it's fucking fit you know whatever you post it's gonna a get a lot slammed. of times it's feminine versus masculine a lot of you know a lot of ways if you want to look at it yeah but one thing that i think we need to remind ourselves and stop being like oh everything's so fucking pc now is like the truth is it's not it's a pocket it's a pocket of people going on twitter yeah with a pocket with a lot of power though so it's it's you know, you are right. When you go to comedy, they're wrong about comedy clubs. They go, oh, you can't say anything in comedy clubs. You really can. You can't yeah, say you anything. Yeah, you can say you can say whatever you want. You know, in a yeah, comedy like the club. stuff I'm saying, even on the internet, it's proof. Like people like it, and they're normal people. Yeah, but and that's that the vast majority of, of people. That small, yeah. So normal people are just normal, but the small section has a lot of power. And what and, do you think? What do you think can be done about that? About like the fucking blue check marks for every day, try to like wrongfully expose. Somebody? I think it moves. I mean, I'm doing. I mean, I'm, I don't really care that much what can be done about it. I mean, it's, it's bad, but the truth is like a lot of these things move slowly, right? Like it's like, it's already been done. That movement is like drying up. Like people are sick about, of being like scolded on the internet. Like yeah, yeah. you can find, ask 80% of people in reality, like what they think. And like, no, one, everyone's sick of this stuff. No one wants like to be on the, like, uh, go to work and have someone tell them like, you know, that some tweet they said was wrong. No one wants, no one wants that anymore to be yeah. scolded. So it's already done, but institutions take forever. So I think that the, populist you know movement is already over it but it just takes a while for yeah because what's happening now 
Yeah, and you're. I think you're completely right because all these fucking corporations and shit now, like now they're trying to make money off of shit like Black Lives Matter. Like they'll be like, here's the yeah. American Express Black Lives Matter card. It's like all you're doing is like making money off of fucking. Like, you don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like what are you donating to these cars? So Dude, I think just BC was doing stuff. It's like they've literally murdered people. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I think once people look and they go, ah, oh, this shit's gone commercial because that's what the fucking corporations do. They just steal the thing, make more fucking billions on it while we all watch. And it's like, I think what's people naturally see the fucking corporations doing that. They're just like, ah, eh, fuck that. Like they want to move away from it. So I think that now the corporations are all like fucking PC and trying to be like, you know, pretending to be on your side, even though they're all fucking, they're all just rich pedophiles. Every one of these fuckers. But at the, you know what I mean? Like they're all, we, we see that. And I think instinctively as people, we go, fuck that. Like I'm going to, I'm going back to just being a human and not worrying about people getting in fucking trouble on the internet. There's bigger That's shit to I've worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Even with people that are, you know, it's like whether you're left wing or right wing, like there's so many people on both sides that are just kind of like, yeah, dude, like, I mean, people on the right kind of came to this realization 10 years ago or whatever, 20 years ago when people were, you know, it was like sacred to make fun of the church and this and that and places like South Park kind of like broke that mold where they're like, yeah, I don't give a shit that my mom thinks I shouldn't talk about God or I shouldn't talk about yeah. You know, there's still those sensitive people about those issues, but for the most part, like everyone that kind of thinks that doesn't care that anymore. And then the left is kind of having like its own version of that right now, where your average person's like, yeah, I do think there should be health care, but I like I'm not into, you know, trying to get someone fired for what they, you know, tweet. And I think that's like almost everyone in the country is what I you just described. It, it, it really is, right? Yeah. Uh, I know you got to run. I, yeah, I, I could fucking, I could talk to you all day. We're going to, we're definitely going to yeah, have to do, do another too. one, but um, thank you so much for coming on. Make sure guys check out Ryan, like dead ass, go fucking watch his videos. Like you're, you're not going to regret it. You're going to genuinely fall into a pit and just watch this stuff for an hour. So yeah, you, check him out. Where can people at, find you? So everything's at Ryan long comedy. So youtube.com slash Ryan long comedy, Instagram, Twitter, everything at Ryan long comedy. Uh, and my podcast is called the boys cast. And uh, I'd said uh, that has its own YouTube channel and uh, iTunes, Spotify, everything like that. Patreon.com slash the boys cast. Hell yeah. Ryan, thank you for coming on, my dude. Sick, dude. I'm go I'll see you in a little bit. I'm going to the stand tomorrow if you're around. Okay. I'll see what I, I, I might Danny be. Danny are co-hosting. So we oh, can, really? Like, we do a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know if you've seen that. But Patrick's like, hey, would you guys co-host? I have no idea what that means. But Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I might have to stop by just to see. Yeah, I was going to message Max <laughs> see if everyone wants to get together. <laughs> All right. All right, okay, man. Thank you again, brother. Okay, peace. Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. 
and helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.